starts with an S. So swim, swami, sl slippy, slappy, swimming, salmon, salmon, swanson, swanson. Maybe it's on the briefcase. Look on the. Oh yeah, it's right here. Samsonite. I was way off. Okay, boys and girls, here we go. Next seminar up August 11th through the 13th, then October 13th through the 15th, then December 8th through the 10th. For training camps on the list, we have our workshop for personal trainers. This is geared towards folks that are in the fitness industry that want to learn about the starting strength principles, the methods, how to incorporate this in your own practice. Participants will be able to coach one another in the five-step deadlift setup and coach each other through some deadlift sets maybe earn some CEUs, and if you're an active personal trainer or fitness professional, you might be eligible for a discount. Check out the links for details. A couple other training camps on the list, self-sufficient lifter camps, September 16th, Wichita Falls, and September 23rd in Omaha, Nebraska. Those are squat press, deadlift camps, how to film yourself, and how to diagnose your own technique. Squat camp going on in Astoria, New York on October 7th. Some spots left for a press and bench press camp on Long Island, September 23rd. And then some squat and deadlift camps with spots available still August 12th in Greenville, South Carolina, and August 26th in Tampa, Florida at Starting Strength Tampa. And finally, three lift camps with spots still available July 22nd, Brussels Barbell. Two spots going on in Vancouver, that's July 29th and July 30th, and September 2nd in Dublin, Ireland with one spot left at the time of this recording. All those camps are three lift camps covering the squat, press, and the deadlift. Just a reminder, Starting Strength Gyms are still looking for talent. So, if you're looking to make a career change and want to find out what it takes to be a starting strength coach and work in a starting strength gym, head over to startingstrengthgyms.com, check out the coaching tab and see what the criteria is, get linked up with Inna, and maybe stumble across a great opportunity. And as usual, for more information on anything that I've talked about, head over to startingstrength.com and check out the right-hand side of the homepage. From the Asgard Company Studios in beautiful Wichita Falls, Texas, from the finest mind in the modern fitness industry, the one true voice in the strength and conditioning profession, the most important podcast on the internet. Ladies and gentlemen, starting Strength Radio. Welcome back to Starting Strength Radio. It is time once again for me, you know, functioning as basically us, to share some thoughts with you. And I think you're going to have uh, uh, an interesting response to, to today's topic. But before we start that, I want to go ahead and say we are we are taping this on uh, Tuesday afternoon, Fourth of July, and uh, some stuff occurred to me on the way into town, and I just you know I want to. This is in lieu of the comments from the haters because anytime we get an opportunity to not interact with those irrelevant bastards, then that's what we'll do, but today is this is this is important i want you to think about something i want you to think about something i want you to read the declaration of independence now that document is not particularly long it's a very concise document it's one of the most important pieces of writing in the english language it was written by thomas jefferson 
250 years ago. And I want you to think about something very, very carefully. I want you to think about the situation we live in here today. The Declaration of Independence declared our independence from the monarchy that was ruling England and the United States at the time, the colonies. Uh, King, King George was, you know, he was, as kings go, he probably wasn't too terribly bad, but we'd, happened, we'd had enough of this shit, and we declared our independence from King George. But I want you to think about something very carefully. The situation we're in right now, under the federal bureaucracy that rules this country, and it does, the federal bureaucracy rules this country. It's not the federal government, it's the federal bureaucracy. Because elections are just formalities at this point. And if you've been paying attention for the past four or five years, you know that. We, we have elections because it makes everybody feel better. But the place is run by the federal bureaucracy. What about the Declaration of Independence does not also apply to our situation right now with the federal bureaucracy in 2023? Now, you give that some thought. Because it's kind of a serious question, isn't it? Okay. Now, wasn't that more fun than comments from the haters? Way more fun. I had so much fun. Way more fun. Yeah, since, yeah, it's a fun topic, isn't it? Since at least uh, <laughs> since at least George W. I mean, we we essentially have government by. Uh, by, by by the bureaucracy. Well, no, by uh, well, yeah, for sure. But that that's that's a long time coming, right? But you've got you've got uh, government by um, by presidential directive, which essentially kicks the bureaucratic machine in into gear, right? Right. So the bureaucracy functions at the pleasure of the president, right? And, of and, the executive, and, and co- of the executive, power. and because of all the the fuckery and corruption between the bureaucracy and the regulatory agencies, there's no there's no willingness from Congress to to do anything about it. No, because no regulatory because easily, agencies are essentially making their own laws. Yeah, because it could easily be stopped, right? Right, easily. But no one has the balls. To but do nobody it. has the balls. Yeah, nobody has the balls. All of you guys that wore the mask because you were supposed to. You're who we're talking to. Now, think about that. This country is not, there's nothing about the 4th of July that actually applies in this country right now. We're not free. It's been a long time since we've been free. We're free from the King of England, but he's been replaced by several million bureaucrats. So the task in front of us may not be accomplished because it would require that we kill too many people. You just can't kill millions of people, you know, without being thought badly of. (laughs) History frowns upon those who kill millions of people. Generally, you know, massacres. You know, I don't know that there's ever been a massacre of bureaucrats, though. Of History might not. celebrate that. Yeah. 
But I don't think it'll be done because everybody wore the mask. It's just we're in an odd place now in the history of this country. You know, if the uh, U.S. government's the one doing the massacring, then it's... That's fine. It's fine. That's fine. That's just fine. So, uh, I mean, not everything's cheery, is it? But it gives you some stuff to think about. That's why you listen to us, because we're not only entertaining, we're relevant. Now, I was looking around through uh, my files for something to talk about today on the podcast, and um, I decided that we would uh, talk about a subject that I, you know, we have probably been guilty in the past of tiptoeing around tiptoeing around the edges of right uh and i thought well let's just you know let's just lay this on the fucking table just see what we want to see what everybody thinks about it we're going to tell you the truth about anabolic steroids today anabolic steroids rip's going to be brave today we're going to be brave we're going to be brave and talk about so steroids. <laughs> so, uh, anabolic steroids uh, are, uh, y- you know, I, I probably a fourth of the people listening to this podcast are either on them now or have at some point in the past been on them. So let's not pretend that nobody knows what the hell's going on here. All right. Anabolic steroids have been available since the 60s. Uh, Dianabol, which is methandrostenolone, I believe was invented back in the 40s. That's when it was first synthesized. Oxandrolone, which is Anavar, is a very old drug. Uh, Testosterone cypionate, which gets thrown in with anabolic steroids, although it's not technically an anabolic steroid. It is used as a performance-enhancing drug, and it's been that was synthesized a long, long time ago. What's long the distinction between uh, why why would testosterone cypionate not be categorized? Because an anabolic steroid. So this is a real good thing. Let's define our terms. An anabolic steroid is an analog of testosterone, which is an anabolic hormone. Would it's, it be it's, safe it's, to say that a, a man-made? It's a it's a chemical, a chemically altered copy mm-hmm. right. of testosterone. Yeah. All right. Now, testosterone cypionate is the cypionic acid salt of testosterone, of the molecule testosterone. And if you look at anabolic steroids uh, and you look at the, the diagram of the molecule, you will see the testosterone core in every one of these of these drugs and most of the time what an anabolic steroid has been altered so that it can be taken orally some version of it can be taken orally now they make injectable versions of some of these anabolic steroids but an anabolic steroid has been altered to do something a little bit different than testosterone while mimicking the anabolic tissue building effects 
of that particular hormone. So, uh, for example, methandrostenolone is dianabol, and that is uh, basically a testosterone molecule that has had uh, an alpha alkyl group added at some point on the molecule so that it can be taken orally because testosterone taken as testosterone orally is broken down in the digestive process and it's just metabolized as a fat it doesn't survive the trip through the acid and the enzymes but dianabol does so anabolic steroids are are analogs they're virtual copies so to speak of of a testosterone anabolic steroids became available for use uh, in the olympic weightlifting community back in the 60s and the uh and the 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 illegality of it was a result of the war on drugs is that right or is that illegal they didn't become actually illegal to to possess outside of the fact that you should have had a prescription for them in they the weren't scheduled days. drugs right right yeah until the 80s yeah the 80s okay until the 80s but drugs like anivar oxandrolone 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 you you, uh, you could buy that over the counter when it first came out i don't know that i i, I read that that you was read the case. that I, that could yeah. very well be so there, there were some anabolic steroids that be before the FDA or government got a hold of them, you could just walk in a store and just buy them. Well, you could still do that in Mexico. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yep. Right. Point, Mexico's point being, pharmaceutical sales are not the same as the, as, as that in <laughs> no the United shit. States. <laughs> point, point being, though, in the in the early days, you know, of, I guess, 60s uh, until the 80s, um, was it, was use in the strength world, um, was everybody using them? It, it just, became it part of the deal in in actually york barbell is are the ones that figured this shit out back yep. in the 60s and uh star was there you know uh, he told me that he uh one of the first examples of this was he went down to the pharmacy for bob hoffman and uh picked up a dianabol prescription and brought it back for one of the guys on the team, and uh, that's that's kind of when it started. Yep. And everybody took note of it, and uh, they've been in common use amongst athletes and bodybuilders, because bodybuilders are not athletes. But they've been in common use by these people since then. They're in common use today, right? And you know the. The uh, Europeans, the bloc countries in Europe, they were they happily embraced the use of anabolic steroids for their lifters, and uh, they have. Uh, I think that they have pretty much since that since they came to the attention of the International Olympic Committee, they have always discouraged, if not outright prohibited, the use of anabolic steroids and performance-enhancing drugs of all types in international competition. And all of their constituent uh, bodies at the international level, the members, 
adopted those same rules. Okay, so right. So that all became illegal back in the in the eighties. Now it came to the attention of the the United States government in nineteen eighty eight when uh and if I get some of the details of this wrong, I know it will be corrected in the comments from the haters. Uh, this this came to the attention of the of the public when Carl Lewis oh, right. was beaten yep. by Ben Johnson in hundred meters. And what happened at that after that meet is the pieces of shit in the sports media, the parasites in the sports media, the loathsome, immoral sacks of shit that comprise the broadcast entities that control televised sports and this sort of thing, spent about four weeks explaining very carefully to every kid in the United States that all they had to do to beat Carl Lewis. Right. All they had to do was take was take these drugs that uh, were being taken by uh, Ben Johnson. Right. The Canadian sprinter. Didn't say anything about the fact that Carl Lewis had tested positive for <laughs> testosterone in a meet nine months prior to that himself. Didn't say anything about all the work. Didn't say anything about the genetic endowment of Ben Johnson. Didn't say anything about everything else that goes into a world record 100-meter sprint. Right. Except that One if you used testosterone and dianabol, you too can beat Carl Lewis. Right. See, that is where it all started. Nobody knew anything about that outside of a few sports. Yep. Nobody knew anything outside of track and field, Olympic lifting, powerlifting. Nobody knew anything about these things until that period of time. And in order that these people could make a bunch of money selling advertisements and and uh you know the kind of the kind of shit that that the media does. They decided that, well, they decided a long time ago that, you know, the full story didn't serve their purposes. Right. The the extra so, hilarious thing is if you, I mean, just remember the the action movie stars of that era, right? Yeah. Um, you know, and and unfortunately we don't have this anymore. Like you don't have Arnold doing cool shit and and Sylvester Stallone and. Uh, is big strong dudes, and uh, it, it, nobody nobody would have believed you that they were doing that they were on, they were taking anabolic steroids, no. right? And, and if you will remember Rocky Four, there's a, I remember this scene Rocky's oh, yeah. Rocky's in Siberia yeah. running through the snow, carrying wood. carrying logs and chopping wood and shit, and then yeah. and then uh, Dolph Lundgren is in the super high tech Soviet facility just getting pumped full of steroids, yeah. and yeah. that's why he was so good, right? <laughs> right, right. You know, but this is just this whole fantasy this that is... it persists to this day. Yeah, to this day, you know, where where people refuse to believe that professional athletes 
are 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 using this stuff because they have to. Not just professional well, athletes, but you actors. Know, actors. You know, actors. Like Rusty was talking about earlier, the American Gladiators series. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was on TV. What was that? Twenty years ago, yeah. something like that. And they would shoot uh, a whole season's worth of of these shows in a six week time frame. Mm-hmm. So you got these guys that are being paid to be American Gladiators. That are working their asses off. And have to look a certain way. 10, 12 hour days. Yep. Just beating the piss out of themselves. Mm-hmm. Can't get recovered because that's not a normal physical schedule. <laughs> and lo and behold, it becomes known that some of these guys are taking steroids. Scandal. All of them that were Scandal. In, all of them that were bright were taking steroids. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Because they're being paid. To do a thing that cannot be done without anabolic steroids, without some chemical performance-enhancing drug help. They're being paid to do a job that you can't do in the absence of these substances. All right? And I've said, you know, many times before that... If I were the owner of an NFL team and uh, and I had uh, a weekly drug testing uh, regimen for all the guys that I'm paying millions of dollars to play football, anybody that tested clean was fired. You know, I would make them take steroids. Look, I'm, give, I'm paying you $2.2 million a year to do a to do a physical performance and these drugs will help you do it i don't care about your health i care about the 2.2 million dollars so if you're going to play football for me you're going to take some drugs well there's and there, that's just all there is but, to there, it. but there's also an that, argument to be made that, but that that's doing, a rational approach don't well, you think well, i think it's even more rational to to bring up the point that they would probably be healthier if they, they would be healthy if, if they had They're far less if, likely to get hurt if they had a carefully managed you know they got a doctor yes. on staff helping them with with their with their drugs um they would be better off they mm-hmm. would be just like any any sport that's that's violent and requires hard physical effort right um you know absolutely because they're going to do it anyway they're going to do they it have anyway. to you right? know they if they're if they're if have any sense they're doing it anyway they all are but they, uh, it's, but I know what it's... ought to happen is if if you wanted you want to reduce the incidence of concussion in the nfl there's several things you can do and one of them would be have everybody on test and die anabolic. yeah gets get stronger right stronger stronger bigger neck right less likely to get your bell rung yeah. there are things you can do with the equipment things you can do with the rules but there that is certainly one sure certainly one one avenue of approach but we we're, we're to the point in this fucked up situation we're in right now we can't even have a conversation about that right mm-hmm. except right here yeah except right here that you're getting to listen to today now Anabolic steroids, performance-enhancing anabolic drugs, work one way. And what they do is they make you stronger. They enable you to lift heavier weights. They enable you to lift heavier weights more frequently because you can recover faster from having lifted them before. And strength training is the accumulation 
of forced production capacity, five pounds at a time. We've talked about this until we're blue in the face. And anabolic steroids help with that process. Okay? Now, they're illegal. Okay? But so is LSD. (laughs) It is. Right? And as a result, people choose to do them. You know, I'm not telling anybody that I think you ought to do a bunch of steroids. That's not what I'm saying here. What I'm saying is that they help. Now, you may not choose to avail yourself of that help. But if you do choose to avail yourself of that help, depending on what situation you're in, you're behaving in a rational manner. Sure. And you should be able to have a, a, a rational adult conversation about it. Right, like we're going to have today. That doesn't devolve into uh, cheater versus cheater, uh, that, that puts morality somehow into the, yeah. into the thing, or, or, right. or, optim, or, or the argument, the, the straw man argument of optimal health, because anybody who's a high-level competitive athlete doesn't give a shit, shit about, about optimal health. Health, health no. is not their objective. No. Right. That is not... A guy trying to complete his third season in the NFL is not concerned with his health. Someone trying to break in a so far record. as it doesn't apply to the field. Mm-hmm. Now he doesn't want a broken leg. Sure, right. All right. And if anabolic steroids keep him healthy enough to not have a broken leg, then him taking anabolic steroids is a rational thing to do. Now, isn't it? People that want to break records in the Olympics, for instance, they don't give a shit about their health. They care about breaking records. Those people are laser-guided missiles and will do anything to break those records. Let me, let me tell you a little. Let me tell you a little story. 2000 Olympics were in Sydney, Australia. That's with two Y's, by the way. <laughs> Sydney with two Y's. Got a lot of Y's down in Australia. So, uh, what a weird thing to say. That that particular <laughs> year. Uh, I had uh, reason to to know this. Uh, I was looking for some aqueous testosterone. And aqueous testosterone is not the same thing as testosterone cypionate. It is, it is a suspension of, of testosterone crystals in a, in a water base. One of the things about aqueous testosterone is it goes in, it's injectable. It goes in. It makes a giant sore <laughs> at the ejection site. It's this is it's horrible to take this. <laughs> it's horrible, but it goes in and it clears within twelve hours. So you inject it. It goes in. You get a big rush of testosterone. And then it's metabolized out, and and in other words, it's hard to test for it. Right, sounds useful for certain. It's very useful for yep. certain applications. It's very useful. In two thousand, I was trying to find some of this for some reason I can't even remember right now, and I was told by three or four different people that I knew that there wasn't any aqueous testosterone available in the United States. Do you know why? It had all been sent to Sydney. The entire aqueous testosterone supply 
available in the United States had been sent to Australia. Now, why might that have been? <laughs> well, because, uh, oh, I, you know, poor little innocent people don't understand about competitive athletics. Right. They just don't understand. All right. If you have invested 18 years of your life in a sport that has culminated in your qualifying for and participating in the Olympic Games, there is nothing you will not do to complete that assignment. Yep. Nothing. In fact, you'll you'll agree to compete against the dude if you're a chick. That's right. <laughs> yep. That's exactly yep. that's right. exactly true. Yep. See, that's you know, <clears throat> we've said on this program several times that what what it's going to take for this to to for some actual sense to be restored to these people is everybody that has entered the women's division where they allow a man to compete against you. Everybody has to get up, put their shit in their gym bags, walk out of the warm-up room and go out and sit in the chairs. Right? And they're not going to do that, are they? Because this is the they've been training for this for right. yep. 12 years. You know, I missed the last Olympics. I got a chance to compete in this Olympics. I'm going to I'm going to buy God do sure. six and hips. Yep. You know, and this this other thing is not of interest to me, except that it is of interest because it's the end of your sport if you don't do if you don't handle it correctly. And I understand the 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 uh, uh, the motivation to go ahead and compete with the guy. All right, you might have thought, well, hell, I'm only going to play fourth anyway, right? But it is the Olympics. And I do get to place in the Olympics. Right? That's how motivated these people are. Don't tell me that they won't do steroids. Because that's wrong. If they tell you they're not doing steroids, you have fucked up. Because you shouldn't have asked them. Don't ask them about it. Right. Because they're all doing steroids. They have to. It's part of the deal. I'm sorry to have to tell you this. But it's only cheating because somebody else said it was cheating. It is it is part of the complete preparation for very high level athletic competition. That's the way it is. That's the way it has been. That's the way it will continue to be. The ironic it's, part. The ironic part is that person's doing steroids because that person's doing steroids. They just check each other. They have, they have to. to. They have to. You can't go in and compete against somebody that's doing steroids exactly. if you're not doing steroids yourself. And so everybody just needs to shut the fuck up about it and enjoy watching the performance. Well, that's exactly what I was about to say. As you a know, spectator, as would a you, spectator, why do you care? Why would you would you rather see an average like a, a good athlete perform or let's see what the human body can fucking do? Yes. Right? I want to see big lifts. I want to see records broken. 
that's exciting. Yeah. Yeah, you know, somebody showing up at the Olympic meet doing 120, 150. How many millions of times have we said it's not interesting? Yeah. You know. Yeah, and and they're 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 doing it anyway. So what you what you end up having is like you have a you have federations and organizations that explicitly drug test and they make a big huge fucking deal out of uh, out of drug testing. And guess what happens? Most of the high level competitors either get popped or the competition isn't that exciting, right? Mm-hmm. And then you have yeah. other you have other federations. Like USA other, powerlifting, yeah, USAPL, it's in which, every sport, which is in fact the ADFPA. They are still. They are the American Drug-Free Powerlifting Association, DBA, USAPL. Yep. It's all bullshit. That's what they are. It's all bullshit. That's, they were started for the express purpose of being morally superior to everybody else because right. they didn't do drugs. That's right. Except yeah. that... Except they did except most they, of the time. They did. <laughs> yeah. Except some yeah. of them did. So just, you know. Yeah. But, it, you know, you've still got a whole bunch of people running around preening. Right. About their it's, moral superiority. It's hilarious that the people who actually have the moral superiority are the ones that say, uh, "No, we're not going to test people." Right. Like that, they they actually have the it's moral. It's none of our ground. business. It's none of our fucking business. It's none of our fucking business. Yep. What a guy does get ready for this meet. That's exactly right. All right, if he does a better job getting ready for this meet than this other guy over here does, that did, then he will win. Yep. And that's the way shit ought to be. Right. Right, and the whole the whole quote unquote conversation around this stuff is is just so fucking clever. You know, everybody watched Icarus on Netflix. Yep. You know, the the thing about steroids, and and I guarantee you that most people came away with that as with the idea that holy shit, the Russians are a bunch of cheaters. The truth is that that shit happens everywhere at every Olympics. The Russians, the Russians aren't any more cheaters the than anybody just else. Got caught. They just got they just caught. didn't get caught. And here yeah. is a and this is another this is another extremely important thing to understand. The drug test is an intelligence test. Do you know how to pass the drug test? Right. Yeah. So that, rather, that's all there is. To so, it. so rather it, than having the the, it, the guy on staff, the physician helping you optimize your situation, your chemical right. situation, they have they have a doctor on staff who is whose job is it to get you to pass the test? Like that's how right. fucked up is that? That's right. Mm-hmm. That's that's absolutely true, and if you're, th- there are people that are very 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 good at using steroids, and there are people who are not quite so good at using steroids. Right, and that's everybody in the Olympics. <laughs> you're either yeah. one of the two. Yeah, right. You're the you're in, <laughs> using steroids effectively and correctly, or you got popped. Right. Yep. And that's just all there is to it. And I'm real sorry to have to tell you guys that. Yep. But, I mean, the goddamn, you know, rhythmic dance team yeah. is taking beta blockers. Yeah, yeah the, uh, you know? the the synchronized swimming team or whatever. Synchronized swimming the, the, the curlers are taking beta blockers. <laughs> the people block. doing curl, curling, you know? Yeah. Yeah, man. You, you know, and, and here's, here's, here's another part. You brought up Icarus, right? You know, in Icarus, you had the guy who was beating everybody in the amateur league at biking, right? Bicycling. He takes steroids, thinks that he's going to go hang with the big guys, and gets his ass ate by them, just destroyed. Right. He's he's just yeah, he was dominated. still in the bottom third. He right. was still still in the bottom. So that tells you right. that he ster- believed the media, didn't? Yeah, he? that's that's exactly it. He, he believed the media when they told you when they told juniors in high school 
for four weeks. All you have to do is All steroids. you got to do is take anabolic steroids, and you, too, can beat Carl Lewis. Mm-hmm. Yep. You pieces of shit. Well, people believe God this. God almighty. I hate the media. I hate the media worse than I hate the Democrat Party. <laughs> I honest to God do. You know? It's a convenient just, story, and people people are were willing to believe it. You know, they were anytime, willing to believe it. Anytime somebody uh, brings up Gordon Ryan, who's a you know a very very high level uh, grappler, he's he's winning everything. Um, people, you know, they, they ask him about steroid use, and he just uh, he 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 doesn't deny, but he competes in a in an organization that doesn't test, right? So, right. Um, it, but so 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 people want to want to say that somehow his steroid use is making him. <laughs> better than everybody else well i tell you what why don't you get on steroids exactly and and get into fucking ring with him and let's see how much difference the steroids make isn't isn't that the shall we isn't that the other side of the argument because essentially what you're saying is if i did that if i did that this other guy could beat him exactly when the fact of the matter is you're not even close you can't you're not even close that's not got it steroids are the last Six percent. Exactly. That's exactly right. They're the last six percent, and that's it. And if you're down about fifty percent, <laughs> that's one of the better better terms I've ever heard to describe what steroids do for yeah. elite athletes. It's the last six percent. That's all it is. I've, I've never I've never heard that before, but that is the most that's, that's, um, that's, honest that's thing. That's the way you have to think about. Yeah. It. Yeah. You know, yeah. if you're not there to 94% already, what does the last 6% matter? Yep. Right. You're not of that level. Yeah. You know, anabolic steroids don't turn normal people with 22-inch <laughs> verticals into NFL prospects with a 38-inch vertical. That's not what happens. You know, in all of us all of us in here, we've all spent time in a Globo gym. We've all and how many guys have you seen walk in who are clearly blasting gear, just clearly. Yeah. It was obvious. And they were average looking. Yes. Yeah. That's uh, most of them. They're, they're lifts, average. Most of them. Most yeah. of them. Not if even they, mentioning three fifteen. Uh, all right. So well, that's here, true. That's this true. is an interesting. This is an interesting. They're lifts. Now what we do here at the Asgard Company at Starting Strength here at uh, Wichita Falls Athletic Club here at the Starting Strength Gyms which are there's many of them in Texas <laughs> as there are McDonald's right? Exactly right. There I McDonald's know. I have a locations shirt. right? <laughs> and I uh, want you to people, Not as many as people Sonic understand <laughs> that Rusty doesn't have one of these shirts alright <laughs> but what we've got what we do, all right, is we make people strong, all right? Now, when we start people out uh, at the gym, that's the typical kid comes in. He's 18 years old. He's 170 pounds. He's 5'11". He's a little underweight. He decided, you know, I don't know for whatever reason, but he decided, you know, I'm gonna get, I think I need to be big and strong. I'm going to get big and strong. So I'm going to go over there, and Rusty starts training the kid. All right? And uh, the first day, Rusty takes him up to about 125 squat for three sets of five, 125. And first, that, so that's Monday. So Wednesday, he comes back in. He goes to 135. 
Friday he comes back in, he goes to 145. Following Monday, he does 155. Following Wednesday, he goes to 160. Now he's going five pounds of workout. Because 10 pounds runs out pretty quick. But five pounds will last for months. And this kid, having walked in the gym, weighing 170, at the end of six, seven months of novice training, five pounds of workout, he's squatting in the 300s. He's gained 35 pounds of useful body weight. Instead of 170, he's 205. As long as he eats. As long as he eats. Yeah, yeah, this doesn't work if he doesn't eat. As long as he eats. This is what will happen. This is what happens every single time. And what do you think the general public thinks about him? Because of the media. Because the sports media has told them that that kid is doing drugs. That because it can't you be can't done do any other way. Yeah. without doing drugs. I, it's not only kids. I have I have three clients in their fifties who I can think of right now who were asked by their general practitioner if they're taking steroids. Yeah. Oh, because over the last year they've gained thirty pounds. Mm-hmm. Thirty, 30 pounds, pounds of muscular body weight. Thirty, 30 pounds, pounds in a year. Oh, that's not even good. <laughs> right? It's, like, it's, it's like, not even good about these doctors. <laughs> After all, he is a doctor. The first thing on their mind is well. <laughs> I don't understand this. So something wrong must be taking place since I don't understand Something illegal. Something that I didn't approve of. Something I didn't prescribe (laughs) must be taking place because that's the only way this happens. By the way, here's an SSRI. Right. Yeah. You look look anxious. Take this Prozac. And then they proceed to tell them that their BMI is too high. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Okay. So, you know. So we get accused of this all the time because what we do makes you strong. Now, what do anabolic steroids do? They make you stronger. That's what they do. That's why people take them. But if you do, if you have not done the novice linear progression, according to the blue book, then that remains the most efficient way to get stronger. It works fast. Guys come in and and just continues to fuck around in the gym, gets on a bunch of drugs, versus a guy that doesn't take any drugs at all and does our program for six months. Who's stronger? Our guy. Yep. Our guy, because our method works every single time it's tried. I think a better a, a, a better way to help people understand what what's going on is that it, uh, yeah, they make you stronger, but you still have to provide the stress. So I, I think I think it's helpful to think of it as it makes you respond, it makes you a better responder to yes. the anabolic stress. Right, right? it does. And, and as a as a novice, it's um, it's unnecessary. Right, it's, it's, it's completely unnecessary. unnecessary. No. It's completely unnecessary, and it's a, it's a waste of money. Yeah, it's an absolute waste of money. It's there's no point in it, and there's value in going through the process you without know, without initially. without the chemical help. Right. Mm-hmm. absolutely, that is true. Yep. And so, you know, what do we know about lots and lots and lots of extremely high level professional athletes? They haven't done the novice linear progression. Right. 
So Barry Bonds has to go sit in the Senate Select Subcommittee or whatever the fuck that was <laughs> and try to explain to John McCain yep. about anabolic steroids. Yep. And you turn everybody into liars because they have to lie. You, know? you turn everybody did, into did liars. Did Conseco lie at, on, at the at the hearing? I don't. I don't know if he didn't. He's a fool. I don't remember? Yeah. You know, I mean, all these people are doing. But our point here is, they don't need to. Right. Now steroids work. They make you stronger. But so does five pounds of workout on your squat, deadlift, bench press, and press. Yep. Yeah, back back to my point. It, it allows you to get away with really shitty training because you respond better. That's right. You respond better That's to right. shitty training, right? Right. So you can do whatever the fuck your strength and conditioning coach wants you to do, all this functional you, training shit, ba- balancing around, moving around like fucking dumbbells and kettlebells, but you'll respond because you, you are taking a, a substance that allows you to respond to, to that to recover, shit. recover faster. Now, right. now imagine if you were doing and, but, both. But here's the other thing. Yeah. Here's the other thing, and it's real important. If you take enough anabolic steroids and you do it correctly, even in the absence of a forced production stress, you will get stronger. Even in the absence of a forced production stress, and this is why this is why functional training causes athletes to use steroids. Wait, you mean functional training is dancing around in the floor? It's a gateway drug. So, <laughs> yeah, it's a gateway, and it's a gateway drug. drug to anabolic steroids. So you mean when, a couple of years ago when all those CrossFitters, all like nine of them in that one thing, got popped, they were strong because they were using steroids and not because of CrossFit. One could draw that conclusion. It's weird. Could, could not one. It's weird. Right, very very weird. But look, if you if you take all of the functional training gurus that are inventing new ways to use a fifteen pound dumbbell every week, you know, unilateral, ipsilateral, contralateral, you know, one foot elevated, the other That's foot elevated to, and it, you know, man, I, I think I forgot for sets of twelve. Yeah, I think it, I forgot it, to show you this, but the it, uh, uh, NFL guy uh, who had a who had a pretty serious neck injury, I forget his name, but uh, Seedman has this guy doing trap bar deadlifts, right? And he's right. taking a giant yoga ball <laughs> as he's doing as he's doing these trap bar deadlifts. He had like maybe three fifteen on the bar. He's doing a bunch of reps, and he takes this fucking yoga ball. The guy who had a, a severe neck injury not that long ago and he's throwing the ball at his head (laughs) as he's doing the trap bar deadlift so he's walking around in a circle that's that's clever just just bouncing the ball off his fucking (laughs) that's 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 very very clever man that's phenomenal (laughs) yeah it's uh you know there are a bunch of fools operating in this who are desperately trying to make what should be a very straightforward process of five pounds of workout on your squat and deadlift make it look like an athletic event to the head coach. Yep. The head coach is stupid. He doesn't know anything about it. That strength and conditioning coach is supposed to know how to make these people strong. And it doesn't involve 15-pound dumbbells and unstable surfaces. 
We don't play sports on unstable surfaces because we can't generate large amounts of force on unstable surfaces. And if you want to argue that strength is unnecessary in high-level sports, then the best refutation of that argument is anabolic steroids. Right. Anytime you say the word steroids, you're, you're using you're saying an analog strength. for strength. Yeah. Yeah. Steroids equals strength. Steroids are, we take steroids for strength. We're not bodybuilders. We take them for strength. We get stronger when we take steroids. So if our strength and conditioning coach is only letting us dance around in the floor with 15-pound dumbbells on one leg, well, we have to do something to get strong, so we take steroids. Right? That's what we have to do. Because he's not giving us the mechanism that we need to get stronger. So we have to use the other mechanism to get stronger. And I'm sorry, but this is another one of these truth things. You know, functional training has caused more steroid use and probably more knee injuries than anything within the past 40 years. You've seen the injury rates in the NFL, knee no. injury rates. Oh, they're, they're wild levels of knee injuries in the NFL because nobody has strong hamstrings Mm -hmm. because nobody deadlifts heavy weights. Nobody squats heavy weights. They're busy doing functional training because it's so much cooler looking to the head coach. You know. I mean, if, if, if you people are going to continue to buy into this functional training bullshit... A, a training protocol that cannot make you strong because strength is the ability to produce force against an external resistance and a man with a 315 deadlift is not as strong as a man with a 495 deadlift and if you have the genetics to play sports at the elite level 495 is not an impressive deadlift Yeah, the team manager can do but that. But if you if your if your strength and conditioning coach is a functional training guy, you're not gonna get strong. And you know that you need to be strong, don't you? And as a result, what are you gonna do? Well, if you're smart, you're gonna talk to one of your buddies. And you're gonna get some steroids. That's what you're going to do. Well, that wouldn't be necessary if you had just done your basic strength training barbell exercises with five more pounds of workout. It's all you've got to do. It's not complicated. And it's not illegal either. It's not illegal. You don't have to talk to one of your buddies and get a contact from one of your buddies. All you've got to do is take your ass in the gym, go through your warm-ups, and then do five pounds heavier on the three sets of five squats today than you did last time. 
until that quits working. And that'll work for months and months and months. And you'll eat and you'll get big and strong and you won't need anything except the testosterone being produced by your massive balls. (laughs) Because now you did it the right way. See? And your reward is big and strong. Now you can take some anabolic steroids and you'll get big and strong. Not as big and strong as if you did it our way without anabolic steroids. But, you know, what do you want to do? You want to go talk to John McCain? You want to talk to Senator McCain and try to justify your existence in front of this ridiculous old man? You want to go talk to, you know, some bureaucrat somewhere? It'll be Brian or uh, Crenshaw now. What's his first name? Yeah. Yeah, Dan it'll be Crenshaw. fucking Dan Crenshaw. Dan Crenshaw. You want to talk yes. to Dan Crenshaw? You want to talk to <laughs> any sure of these? sure would be. That's the motherfucker <laughs> who would he's be, the same person. be doing it. Yeah. He's, he's the reincarnation of John McCain. Yeah. Just, you know, <laughs> whatever works, you know. So you, you, want to, you want to talk to people like this? Or you want to do this the right way? What you... If you'll think about this for just a minute, if look, I understand that you're playing on a team and there's a strength coach on the team, but you've got a lot of time on your hands that is not spent in front of this fool. You've got the blue book. Just train like you know you should because you know you need to be stronger. Anabolic steroids help with that but they're not necessary now if you're talking i'm not talking to a a, an advanced lifter that's been competing for seven or eight years that's a whole different conversation i don't deal with those people and i'm gonna i'm not gonna presume to tell a guy who's invested seven or eight years of time spent under the bar what to do i'm not going to tell him he's as entitled to an opinion about that as i am the thing is, though, is a guy who's been doing that is going to know what he needs to do. He's already going to know what he needs to do, or he wouldn't still be doing exactly. it. Exactly. He wouldn't still be doing it. He's got this figured out. Mm-hmm. Right? If he's got some moral thing about steroids and he doesn't want to take them, then he doesn't take them. Yep. Right? If he does take them, he takes them, and he shuts the fuck up about it. You mean it's a personal choice? I mean, it's like a per- almost like a personal choice. That's weird, man. Kind of like abortion, right? It's real weird. Isn't it, isn't it just the same thing as abortion? <laughs> Which is, you know, pro-choice, yeah. right? It's so yeah. weird, you know. Personal so it's choice. just, you know, it's... <laughs> man, I, you know, uh, we've avoid, avoided talking about this for a long time. And the reason we've avoided talking about it is because we don't want to appear to be encouraging the use of anabolic steroids. And I'm not encouraging the use of anabolic steroids. I'm merely telling you the truth about what they are and what they do. Now, let's talk about what they don't do, because this is important, too. All right. Anabolic steroids do not make you a better athlete in the sense that athletic ability is a multifactorial property that 
involves strength, but it involves a whole bunch of other stuff that anabolic steroids have no effect on. If you can't read a field as you're running down the field with the football, anabolic steroids are not going to make you better at reading the field. Right? They're, they're just not going to do that. Right? right? If you're a fencer, fencers have got insane levels of hand-eye coordination. Anabolic steroids don't help you with that. They'll make you stronger. They'll make you recover better between your your training, from, from your training. But they're not going to improve the key factor in your performance. They can't do that. But that's not why people take anabolic steroids. People take anabolic steroids so they can train harder, lift more frequently, lift heavier weights, and get recovered from it more quickly so they can do it again. And that's why elite athletes take anabolic steroids. Is because it benefits their training. You guys have been training eight years. He's lifting tonnage that a novice person cannot understand. You know. He's doing 500 plus pound sets of five squats every week you know you, you you don't understand that it's it's it the stress the physical stress from that kind of training is it's just if you haven't done it you don't understand it and you can't understand it but steroids help you recover from that and help you turn what would be a catabolic stress, something that you can't recover from, something that tears your ass to pieces into an anabolic stress, a stress that makes you stronger. That's what they do. Now, some guys are born with the ability to produce giant amounts of testosterone themselves. You know, there were, you know, Throughout periods in history, there are people whose names that you remember who are probably those kind of guys. Hercules. Right. You know, Leonidas. These guys throughout history that that we recognize as heroes about which stories were written people who have ascended into the pantheon of the gods. But for regular people who want to perform at that level, it might be a perfectly rational decision to take some anabolic steroids to up their testosterone, to help them get recovered from the training that they need to be able to subject themselves to in order to perform at a higher level. Yeah, people have no idea and the the uh, the amount of work it takes, the you know, the no two, two, no two training sessions, three training sessions a day, you, right? How do you how do you sustain that pace? You you, you, you know, can't. you can't you can't Those guys on the on the Bulgarian teams, the Bulgarian weightlifting teams back in the 80s, 
Those guys train three days a week. I mean, three times a day, yep. six days a week, yep. and one day off. Sure, sure. And they go in, and they'll go up to a limit snatch. And then they then they go eat. Yep. And they come back in and go up to a limit clean and jerk. And then they'd come back in and do a, you know, 95% limit snatch and clean and jerk, and then do a bunch of squats. Right. Now, you can't do that without some help. Sure. And it works that way for, for it works that way for all sports where people are real you know, football two it, two three. It works two, three that way for day, all sports. MMA if you know the athlete is sufficiently gifted that he can do that. Even in the in the presence of anabolic steroids, nobody people aren't necessarily able to do that sure. kind of thing. Right. Oh right. goddamn, you can't you can't do that with just normal people. So if you take freaks, you take genetic freaks and give them steroids, that's where world records come that's from. That's right. Yeah. That's who sets world records. Yeah. My 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 larger point is that people are so quick to uh, to diminish someone's performance, you know, because that you know they they tested positive for something, and then now all of the all of the shit that got them to that point is irrelevant. Right. Right. The right. two three sessions a day, getting your fucking ass kicked, year after year after year, year. after year after <clears throat> year. It does When you didn't, when you sacrificed shit that everybody else got to do, so you could play exactly. that sport at that level. In other words, those people are not you. So you you assigning your morals and your priorities to to people at that level that you honestly get a lot of fucking entertainment from watching mm-hmm. right? right you know so uh, that's that's bullshit like they're those people are not you you will no. never be them no um and you need to be a grown-up they about have it. paid a giant price for being able to entertain you exactly yeah. you know and they have an, paid a gigantic about, price and you have no idea the sacrifices they've made that's another thing that steroids don't do is built your mental toughness because of average person doing steroids, they could even be genetically gifted. But these people that are rising to these elite levels have a mental toughness that a lot of people won't even scratch the surface at. Oh no, no, no! They you, they're, they're the last six percent. Exactly. Yep. That's all they are. Yep. Yeah. Is the last six percent. But you, you pompous bureaucrat <laughs> piece of dog shit, are going to presume to sit in judgment. Over a man that comes in the weight room three days a week, uh, three times a day, six days a week, and goes up to limit weights on the snatch and the clean and jerk and the squat, you're going to sit in judgment of him because he took some testosterone and some Dianabol so he didn't die. You're going to sit in judgment over that guy, right? You sickening piece of shit. That that that's just that's despicable. That's just despicable. These people do not understand what athletes put themselves through in order to compete at that level. But they feel absolutely no shame in condemning the athlete for doing. The thing he has to do to get recovered so he can perform at that level. Yep. Now, that's, you know, that's about all I've got to say on this. And, uh, you know, I'm glad to get it off my chest. 
Well, you know, for, we've for, been tiptoeing around this subject for years, and I I just decided last night, you know, look, let's just tell the truth. You know, we've told the truth through this whole COVID thing. We've told the truth for the past four years of doing this podcast. And, you know, I, I just, it occurred to me last night, let's just, you know, let's just get this over with. Let's just get this over with. I, I, I'm tired of people posturing, these pompous assholes, posturing about how superior they are because they don't do steroids. Uh, just shut the fuck up. You know? You don't like steroids? Stop talking about them. Don't do them. Don't do them yourself. Right. You know? But don't attack this guy over here because he decided that's what he needed to do to get recovered and don't attack him over here because you decided that functional training was more important than five pounds of workout on the bar which made it necessary for him to take steroids because you wouldn't teach him how to get strong the correct way to do it So, I mean, we leave anything out? No, I mean, I, it, it, you just people just need to grow up and uh, under, understand to. the reality of the of the situation and not not uh, not assign their own shit to this because uh, right. it, you know it is it is what it is and uh, people are going to just continually disappoint themselves if they think that if they think somehow that elite elite athletics are generally clean and that just a few people are. Are quote unquote cheating. Mm-hmm. It's it's actually the opposite. It's, 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 it's the a, exact. There's opposite a few that. people that are not right doing everything they can to perform exactly. at the highest level possible. Exactly. That's what they're doing. And the line is completely fucking arbitrary of where of what is allowed and what isn't allowed. It's yeah. completely arbitrary. Right. Some somebody who's not involved in the day to day shit is who decided where that line is. Right. And the line changes, right? Should it be legal to eat 300 grams of protein a day? Exactly. Yeah. Well, that sounds like cheating to me. Because yeah. our friends in Ethiopia can't do that. Right. Or our friends in San Francisco refuse to do that. <laughs> so that's cheating, right? <laughs> well, well, you eat 300 grams of protein a day, you can get you can, I you can, can do get that recovered. <laughs> Where are these other people get get recovered? Yeah, how fair is that fair? I ask you, is that fair? <laughs> God damn it, fair! <laughs> what a bizarre, silly word. It's a silly, silly word. Okay, well, you know, there. This may prompt some further discussion. We may have to broach this topic again on a future show. Uh, I look forward to the continued yeah, bravery on the we, Strength Radio. Yeah, show. We'll, we will continue to <laughs> trod where no man to wade has, into the has treaded before. <laughs> to wade into the swamp and hope there's not a monster. Right? So, anyway, let us know what you think. I'm sure you will anyway. <laughs> So thanks for joining us today on Starting Strength Radio. We'll see you guys next time.